This episode is not going to have an intro. Wait, would me telling you that this won't have an intro count as having an intro? Tell you what, I'm going to go figure this out. You just keep listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast. You'll notice that I didn't give the title of the podcast. That's because we're going to get around to something a little different and a little strange today. I'm going to instead introduce my guest, which technically you could introduce me as your guest. Yeah, that's true. Really it's weird how that works. This is all going to make sense in just a minute. So it will not make sense. It but... won't make sense, but you're going to deal with it anyway. Yes. So uh, I am Jason, and uh, I will be your host, uh, co-host. And then along with me is Matt Bradley. How's it going? Yeah, it's going pretty good. Or were you asking them? I, I don't know. Oh, okay. How's everyone doing? Fair enough. So the reason why this is a little goofy is because uh, some of you may be tuning in for the Rest of Us podcast, and some others may be turning into Flashback Sequence Engaged the podcast. And guess what? You're both right. We're going to try a little crossover episode. So uh, to kind of give you just a brief intro into everything, uh, Matt and his Flashback Sequence Engaged has been going on how long now? Uh... Uh, a little over a year. Really? Yeah. I thought it was longer than that. Uh, it'll be a year and a half. Okay. Yeah, cool. So, At least uh, I think so. Yeah, well, fair enough. We'll say it is, and then we'll fix it in post. Like 50-some episodes in. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's about 50 more than I got. But, uh, you know, Matt uh, has been doing Flashback Sequence Engaged for roughly about a year and a half, as he said, and uh, he had me on as a guest. And this is my second podcast. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. This is actually my third, third podcast. Third, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is two that I've done, but then this is my third... That you've been a part of. That I've been a part of, yes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, we, we used to be co-workers, work buddies, and he asked me to do a podcast with him one time, and I thought, sure, why not? It'll be kind of fun, and I ended up falling in love with it. You got the bug. I got the bug, and then I started up the... It's like Corona. Good old... Yeah make sure you got a side of Lyme disease with it and uh and so I started up the rest of us which is a different format but uh Matt and I share the same ideals we just wanted to talk about different things and figured well you know what let's see about trying to mesh the two today so yeah why not let's give it a shot I'm down for anything okay cool so there you go hopefully that makes a little more sense and uh we'll just kind of go from there yeah so I mean I mean, I'm always down for talking about anything. Oh, I know. You bore the crap out of me most of the time. So I'm fine with it. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> that hurts. I haven't seen you for months. I, I have know. to give you crap. <laughs> That's true. Charlie misses you. The I dog. I miss Charlie. Yeah. Charlie the dog is Matt's. And then mine is Samson the dog, whom sometimes you may hear give a little whine in the background. But I've, I finally figured out how to use a noise gate on this damn thing mm-hmm. so maybe you won't hear it as much <laughs> man i need to start using a noise gate i'm telling you so do you so for all of you people out there listening i i recorded with a voice meter potato which is hilarious by the way the name well they got banana yeah banana the well regular voice meter regular. banana and then and then uh, this is the first my first introduction of potato for me but. so potato gives you a few more options it also gives you more inputs and outputs and also if you donate 
to voice meter, they give you two additional inputs. It's like DLC for recording. Dude, that, well, that's impressive because that's always been my biggest complaint is they never had enough inputs. Well, there you go. I mean, I could add a butt-ton of uh, USB connections, but I could never have enough inputs for the yeah switchboard. So, I mean, even with this by itself, you got five, which is... That should be plenty. Right. I mean, I wouldn't want to have five people in this tiny room. Well, you know. You mean the studio? Yeah. That's what I call it. The studio. <laughs> But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, to get seven, I mean, Jiminy Christmas, if you're recording music or anything else other than just a bunch of sweaty, out-of-shape guys in the studio, then they might want to check it out. Voice meter potato. Check it out. There yeah. you go. There's our free uh, our free plug for the day for all 14 people Spons- listening. S- sponsor the podcast. <laughs> sponsor the podcast. E- either one. Either one. <laughs> just sponsor one. We'll, sh- we'll split it. Yeah. It's all right. So... How's things going? Mental health's a bitch, man. It is indeed. Uh, yeah, that's something that I know you've been dealing with recently because oh, of personal I, issues. And yeah. I'm, I don't know what your history is with it, but uh, people in my neck of the woods probably know that I've had a bit of fun with it. Well, I, I think my biggest thing is, you know, it, it with mental health with me has just been... It, it piles, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of piles on you. So, um, and like in my case, you know, my mom passed last year. So the holidays, um, man, I've been just like super rough. So the thing with my mom was she celebrated every holiday. So like when I was growing up, she had like a bin, like one of those totes. Yeah. Um, it was just for every holiday. And uh, she would just decorate for every holiday. And so it seems like every holiday is a reminder of that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's a conversation I've had with with Alicia and I've, you know, uh, a couple other people. But, you know, it's just, in my mind, I I think like, you know, hey, I'll, I'll call mom and see how she's doing. That is and I, the worst, and part. I can't do that, yep. and it bothers me so much. At um, least the six, the first six months after my mom passed, yeah, I remember something would happen, and I was like, "Oh my god, I've got to call my." Oh, never mind. Yeah, it's it's those things that you just take for granted all the time that all of a sudden pop up out of nowhere, and you kind of have to reprogram. And so, so a weird thing that this will be the first time I've I've ever talked about it. Hmm. Uh, so you, you can f- feel a little bit special. Oh. Um, so this song, um, Yesterday by the Beatles. Sure. I have it on my playlist, and randomly it'll come up on like my commute, and I start crying. Mm-hmm. Because it reminds me of my mom. Yep. Um, and and the, the reason, like, it, it was funny because I, I don't normally listen to the Beatles, but I've been... Um, there. I, I started... When I um, when I picked up Apple Music, mm. I started listening to the Beatles, and uh, I was listening to like a, just uh, you know a bunch of different genres of music, and so I um, I added on my playlist. And then funny thing is, you can actually listen to Apple Music on a web player. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a, a beta for Apple Music, a web player. Okay, it's still in beta. Like so, Apple hasn't released it, but. Kind of like a Spotify, you mean, or 
Exactly. Okay, gotcha. It's exactly like Spotify. Gotcha, gotcha. But um, it's all Apple Music. You sign in with your Apple ID, and you just listen your playlists off of that. Cool. So, um, but no, every, like every once in a while, that, that song will come up, and it just like... Just kind of hits me in the feels, man. Yep. And then uh, I remember seeing the movie, the movie yesterday. Mm. Have you seen that? I haven't, and I wanted to so bad. Dude, it's really good. I need to get it. You need it. You just need to get it. Yeah. Um. See the 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 craziest part about it, uh, just the idea is off the wall. Yeah. And that's what drew me to it. That's what I wanted to right. watch. I mean, I already like the Beatles, but I thought, man, this is really good. no, 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 no. It, it was it was very well done. Um, if, you know, it kind of really paid homage to them. And then, um, I'm not going to give any spoilers with it, but there's, I mean, the use of their music was done really well. Good. Um, and the thing is like, as you're like watching the movie and then listening to the music and you're just kind of like, damn, it just kind of gets you. Yeah. Did you Um, ever watch Across the Universe? No, I haven't watched that. Oh, you should. If you if you like the Beatles, but you want to talk about using music really well, oh man, it's fantastic. The way they use it, and a buddy of mine and I watched it, and he is like hardcore into the Beatles, and it was something like just in the dialogue alone, they had like 42 references to Beatles lyrics and whatnot in there. It wasn't necessarily actual lyrics, but they would, yeah, have different things in there, and I just thought that was cool. So if you're a hardcore Beatlefile, definitely check it out. Well, um... Well, speaking of movies that kind of sing some of the music, you ever seen with uh, you ever seen Baby Driver? No. So, uh, so the the soundtrack actually syncs up with the movie. Really? That's like that's kind of the that's the thing about the movie. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of the uh, is it uh, Kevin Spacey's in it, uh, and then uh, uh, I can't think of the kid's name. Uh, I, uh, like, like Igor, I don't know. It's, it's kind of, it's an it's a weird name to me. Okay. Um, but he was also in uh, billionaire boys club. Okay. Um, which God, I'm, I'm just like full of movies. I've been, I, <laughs> I, I've been very antisocial and been watching a lot of movies. So, yeah. Um, so, but no baby driver. If you watch the movie, uh, like opening scene, um, like the car chase, like all through the whole thing. It's tailored around music, and there's an actual scene in the movie where um, they're they're in a gunfight, mm. and as the song hits like like high parts of it, it it hits just as the gunfire like the guns are firing. That's awesome. Yeah, um, I remember I remember reading about it. The director, uh, which the the name the name kind of you know mm-hmm. is out of my mind at the moment, but. Um, his big thing was he wanted to sync the, the soundtrack with the movie. Yeah. Um, and so it was kind of, I mean, it's, it's probably not the first of his kind, but it was, it's extremely well done and it was, it really added to the, uh, the, the adventure. Like it's, it's almost like you're, it's like you, uh, put in a cassette tape and you're going on an adventure. Is what it literally felt like the entire movie. That's awesome. And I remember seeing it in theaters, and I went like an early bird show. Yeah. And I, you know, I have a tendency to go to like early bird shows, which my wife doesn't know about. But <laughs> <laughs> so she she asked me like, "Hey, did you do do such and such? You know, like 
yeah. you know, laundry or something like that. No, I forgot. No, and actually, I, I went to an early bird show movie, but I haven't recently just because the movie has been kind of terrible. But yes, um, but no, like I remember seeing Baby Driver in uh, in theaters, and it was just like, holy shit, what the hell is this? That's awesome. But uh, then when you're talking about syncing music, of course, you always have the the classic of Wizard of Oz and Dark Side of the Rainbow. You mean Dark Side of the Moon? That's what I said, Dark Side of the Moon. They came out with Dark Side of the Rainbow. That's where I that, was which going. Which is a mix, mix yeah, of the two, it yeah. done for you automatically, so you don't have to try to sync it up? Well, this, see, that's that's lazy. <laughs> that's lazy. <laughs> that's half the fun, Dude, right? Well, no, no, no. Here's the thing. Starting you, it 25 times to make sure that you get it on the right line roar and shit? Yeah, well, here's the thing. That's just lazy. <laughs> because when we first heard about, like, this is a thing. Yeah. Like, we didn't have... You, you stupid kids have all these luxuries. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, sync me, they sync the music up for you now. Gotta hand feed you everything. Oh, boy. I mean, I'm not... Uh, no, no. It is what it is, but... No, I... I the, the, what I remember hearing about that... Uh, God, I can remember when I heard about that. I was, like, I think in high school. I yeah. think it might have been sophomore year. And they were like, dude... Let's go, let's go get wasted. And, dude, uh, it was a buddy of mine. He's like, um, it's like, we didn't have bongs at the time. Sure. Mind you, I had drug use, but I was I was a misspent youth. I'm not going to lie about that. This is, <laughs> I'm not. By misspent youth, it means last month. It doesn't, doesn't mean I do it now. I did it then. But anyhow, like, we were too poor for bongs at the time. Sure, yeah. So, you just so, we, so we cut the cut the top part of a two liter oh okay so you went with so, the water bong yeah we okay. well, well we cut the top part of a two liter and then take a cool whip bowl yep and put a little bit of water in it and then you cut a hole in the top of the thing let it fill full of smoke and then you suck it out like a bong yeah it's gravity bong so we used to well not we i know people who did i have done listen to me i sound like a real pro i've done weed <laughs> I think I've smoked weed like four times my entire life. It's just not for me. I don't really care for it. Uh, and we can go into that discussion later if you wanted. But my friends would get a pop can and like dent the side of it a little bit. And then where the like the, the mouth part of oh, it yeah, yeah. turned up. And then they would poke a hole and they would through that. Which I thought was, again, genius. It's genius and so unhealthy. <laughs> so unhealthy like the the like the layer the layer of the inside of the can yeah, come on right you're burning the layer of the inside of the can you're sucking that in stupid <laughs> at least at least we were smart about it we did a gravity <laughs> bomb we put water on the bottom come on that's real engineering that's real engineering you waste of space with your cans at least you could have done is grabbing an apple yeah i've seen that too and I've, I've i've had a i've had an apple bong once in a while oh boy what were we talking about before Bond? <laughs> oh, well, you're talking about uh, we were talking about Dark movie- Side of the Moon. Well, no, we were talking about movies syncing up. Well, yeah. Uh, well, we were talking about the Beatles, and then right. we like went on a tangent. And then Welcome we went into, to like- a podcast with Jason and Matt because every time I get him so far, <laughs> the reservation. No, but here's the thing. This is this is the best part about it because my my love is just hitting record and then like the most. Like random organic shit just comes out. Yep. And you really, you really kind of pick like people's kind of, 
as much as I hate to say it, like your soul just kind of is exposed at that point, and you really get a yep. you get a good vibe of like how the person is. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I see. That's the thing. Like that's that's always been my uh, that's always been like my issue with uh, uh, flashback sequence engaged. God, it's such a fucking long name. I need to shorten it. Um, anyhow, that's like always been my my Achilles heel is I feel like I need structure with it, but then there's parts of me is just like I don't want structure. I just want to hit record and just you know whatever happens happens. Mm-hmm. And you know the blessing is that um, you know I've had you know I've had some guests and stuff like that, and we just kind of rolled with it. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I, as much as I hate to say it, I hate to get back on a structure because mm. I, I feel like I feel like we all come, kind of evo- like evolve, mm-hmm. um, like in podcasting. Uh, and so you start to kind of you start to kind of find find your own traction with it. But you know, there's there's parts of me I'm just like. Eh, I, you know, do I want to go down that road and just hit record and hope for the best, or do I want to have some structure? But a lot of people are just kind of like, eh, "You should have some structure to it." And I'm just like, "No, I don't want structure. Structure sucks." <laughs> you know, look Structure's at dumb. Well, here's the thing: look at Joe Rogan. He doesn't have structure, right? Shit just happens, and look at all the amazing things that he does. Yeah, um, like burning. <laughs> okay, so I I need to I I need to talk about this. Oh, so, good, yay. <laughs> So, so, kudos to Rogan. Sure. Okay, love him or hate him. Bernie, Tulsi, uh, you got uh, Yang. You got Yang. Um, you know he's he's gotten he's gotten some political people in there, mm-hmm. and he's done really well with it. And you know, whatever the, whatever side of the side of the aisle you're on, you got to appreciate what he's done. You know, okay. You know, um, but no, I've been, I've been. That's like kind of my routine is I've been listening to Rogan. It's just like, I, I actually thought about it one time. Um, you know, about just hitting record mm-hmm. on stuff, and I'm just like, well, you're copying Rogan. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> You know, but here's the thing: Wouldn't you want to copy, kind of copy the that formula because it seems to work? If it's working, right? If it's working for him, why not? Well, and with with podcasting, it's like any other type of creation. Is that I mean, you can do if you have an art class of twenty five people and you have a sunset picture, and there's like, okay, paint the sunset. Even though it's the same thing, you're going to get twenty five variations of that same sunset. True, I hundred percent agree with you on that. So. I understand where, you know, people are like, well, you should have structure. You should do this. It's all going to be different, and it's all going to be based on your personality. And what's great about this is that you can just start up and be like, hey, you know what? This is going to be a structure. We're going to talk about news and and gaming, and then our big story is going to be this. Or you can pop on next week and be like, I just hit record. Let's see where the rabbit hole goes. And then just go. You don't even have to announce it if you don't want to, but that way at least your audience would know kind of what to expect. You can do whatever you want. It's your creation. See, but the thing is, the the biggest problem with that is, if you're gonna go down the rabbit hole real deep, you gotta have someone to you gotta someone have someone go on the ride with you. Well, yeah. And the thing is, like, I can go on it. Here's the thing: if I went on a tangent myself, 
and I'm talking to myself. I got one of two things going on. I got a really interesting podcast go- episode going on, and I need and I need some like serious drugs to calm me down. Yes, get you some dark side of the moon going. Give give me some shrooms or something. Shrooms, right? Uh, give me a give me a black light and some. You uh, gotta have the black light, man. And the, and the, the uh, what is it? The black light posters. Yep. So before get some beanbag chairs. Before I realized what black lights really were, uh, I was always a little different anyway. In high school, I started listening to PM Dawn, uh, the first album. Now, if you're not familiar with PM I'm not Dawn, familiar with it. Uh, so it's really hard to categorize. Which back in the '90s, everybody had to be in some kind of category. And I remember when Weezer first came out, they were like, is this the birth of nerd rock? And of course, us Gen Xers are like, stop oh labeling God. everything. Like, shut up. <laughs> Dude, you don't have to label everything. Right. So, but anyway, I guess you could call them more R&B because it wasn't rap. Although there were some, I mean, there's a lot of spoken word kind of parts into it. But the first album that he has, first of all, has just an outrageously long title of the heart of the soul and of the cross, the utopian experience. Most people just call it utopian experience, but it's very relaxed and calming, and it's oh, it's beautiful. And so I would put on a blue light, and I would just sit there and listen. And then I discovered that you could buy incense, so I'm. Dude, I still have incense in my house. I know, but I'm like 15, you know, and just like thinking I was the king. Shit, because. Dude, I have a, I still have an incense spot on. I'll light, I'll light one of those incense sticks. Yeah. And it's funny because Ronan will come in and be like, why does it smell like burnt, like, uh, burnt cologne in here or something? Yep. And I always did the fruity stuff. I always like strawberry and peach. I don't know. I Whatever. But I was weird. Still am. But, uh, no, that was how I got down and I was got like mellow the mad. Ones. Those were my, the, the clone ones were my favorite. Yeah. The ones that smell like Axe. Yeah. Dracar Noir. Dracar Noir. Oh, <laughs> cool water cologne but yeah my buddy and i would do that we just like lay out like it'd be summertime we'd just be laying out listening to him dog having some deep conversations that was the our 90s version of dark side i guess oh when we we're talking about music and weird stuff are you a fan of radiohead at all yes okay so i don't know the whole thing i really probably should but i always thought this was exciting apparently they came out with Multiple albums, but then they came out with In Rainbows, which was their 10th album, I'm not mistaken. Dude, like, I'm so far out of the loop on Radiohead. The only the only one I remember back in the day was OK Computer. Of course, yeah, that was a killer that, album. I mean, there was a... I mean, that was... Yeah. That was kind of it for me. But... Yeah, with them. So, apparently... Uh, awesome what's his name, Tom York? Yes. So, or, th- or Thom... Or, I think it's, it's Tom, but it's spelled T-H-O-M. Because yeah, it's, be spelled, cool. it's spelled weird, but yeah, yeah it's... Yeah, it's weird. But uh, he uh, apparently has like an obsession with the number 10 or something like that. And if you look at the album cover of Vin Rainbows, like you'll see like a 1 and a 0 instead of, you know, whatever. And then the album will just abruptly stop. Like you'll be playing a song and I'll just like cut and then I'll go to like another song or whatever. And people are so confused about it. Well, supposedly, I think... It's the first album. It's either it's one of his albums that's out before, but you take that album within Rainbows. You play track one of the first one, and then track one of the in Rainbows. Track two of the of, and then track two, track three, track. Three. And the reason why it cuts is because it's seamless if you play it that way. Like it's two albums in one, 
if you play it that way, it's supposed to like mesh gorgeously, and I'm like, oh my god, I have to do this. I haven't done it yet, but I've I'm intrigued. So only okay. So so what do you what are you supposed to do? Take like. So what are you supposed to do, burn the tracks onto, like, a thing and then just, like, mesh the tracks together? Yes, Grandpa. Or you could load it up in your player on your... <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't know how you had the album. No, seriously, like, I didn't, no, know, but I didn't that, know if you had, like... I know, I'm just... I, I didn't know if, like, you had it in CD. I'm sorry, like, we're talking about archaic, like, technology. No, I know, here, I know. You know. Well, that's what... I was just tickled pink that I got to call someone old for once because I'm the oldest one, you know, out of everybody I know practically. No, you're not but, much... You're not that much older than I me. know. But, uh, but no, yeah, so I guess that's because of the digital age. You can just buy the album or you could whatever and just play it that way, one, one, two, two... And listen, so now I got to figure it out uh, because that just was amazing to me. Yeah, <laughs> that, that someone, is. I mean, that's pretty cool, though. That's years of thought and work. You know what I mean? Because I mean, if you if that is the tenth album, even if you released a, an album every two years, that's twenty years to finally see the fruition of your art. See, okay, so I've had this conversation with somebody before, and I can't remember the life of me who I've had the conversation with. But it was probably me, and you blocked it, it out. Yeah, and it probably was. <laughs> um, no, but that's like one of those slow burn things that yeah. you're just kind of like, you know, you had this thought in your mind, and then you just kind of like, you get a piece together, and then another piece together, and it's just like, holy shit, I got this, like this amazing thing going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, that's no. I, I love stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just like, you you appreciate the dedication to that. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, had, you had a thought in your mind, and you were going to roll with it. And you didn't know where it was going to end up. And you got to that, you got to the, the finish line with it, and you're just like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's got something, I could swear it's on Netflix. It's, it's either Netflix or Hulu, because it's the only two I have, but I think it's Netflix. He's got a... Uh, I guess you could call it a movie. It might be 15 minutes long. It's basically like a, a three-song-long music video. Mm. It's interesting, but mostly black and white. Very artistic. Uh, if you got 15 minutes and some brain cells to kill, I highly recommend it. Mm. It was actually really good. You watch any movies recently? Man, I am the worst when it comes to movies. Jess really? and I were talking about going to watch a movie, and the only one that looked good right now was the one with uh, the blonde chick. I know that narrows it really far. Yeah, down. yeah, dude, you're like, I mean, like lively. Uh, so okay, so uh, that's uh, Ryan Reynolds' wife. Yeah, but what's the movie? Is uh, the the drum circle? I have no idea. I don't know. I'm going to have to look it up now. Take on it. Um, but anyway, that's the only one right now that even looks remotely dude, I've been good. Dude, I've been destroying it with just watching movies right now. Yeah? So, like, well, it's been it's been great right now. So, like, I watched um, Dark Fate, Terminator Dark Fate. Okay. Which is, uh, you know, a lot of people said it sucked, but it was actually really good. Well, good. I, I think it, it could have done... Well, I mean, if it was a movie that was on its own... The rhythm it, section. I'm sorry. The rhythm, rhythm section. section. Okay. Drum line, same damn thing. Whatever. Go ahead. Uh, no, but Dark Fate, like, it, if it was a some standalone movie, it would be perfectly fine. Cool. Uh, I don't know if it's actually part of any, like, I, I think it's, I think it's basically like a Terminator movie that um, it's from another timeline. Or oh. another, another. Uh, like a parallel universe. A parallel universe, yeah. 
I think it's interesting how the Terminator has taken off. Like, I never imagined that. It makes sense, though, because when you're talking about sending things back in time and timelines, it would make sense that there might be a, a parallel or an alternate universe type thing going. But, I mean, you, you see the first three, and they're they're pretty much sequels, you know what I mean? But then... You yeah, just this, keep coming out with them. Well, the problem is they had these they had these weird um, kind of branch off, uh, like branches from the actual set. Yeah, you know that had Christian Bale in it, and he did like a Terminator movie, and then there was God, there's so many Terminator movies that came out. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But no, this one's this one has uh, Schwarzenegger, and it has uh, um. God, what's her face in it? Um, she's Laura, uh, uh, Linda Hamilton. Yeah. Um, so she's in it, and she she's kind of a badass. Cool. For an old woman. <laughs> and yeah, and Arnold and Arnie still got it. Of course. So, uh, but no, like I, I I watched it, and I'm just like, damn, this is actually a really good movie, and, and it can't. Um, uh, I didn't see it in theaters because I just never got around to it. But, sure. Uh, I seen it as soon as I hit Redbox, and I was like, "I'm just gonna go ahead and try this Redbox on demand." <laughs> and it's actually it's actually not bad, but well, that's cool. Um, I used one of those Redbox codes with it that I constantly get spammed with. So, well. um, but no, I just been I just been watching a lot of movies and being very antisocial. I this sounds stupid, but I I can't invest in a movie for some reason like the last six eight months i just can't force myself to sit down for two hours to watch a movie i can however sit down and watch four hours of a television show (laughs) what's the difference i don't know i don't i think maybe it's the 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 payoff is sooner i mean you know because episodes are only 20 minutes long and uh another part of that is because I've been watching a lot of like older television shows. Like what? Uh, so right now I'm stuck on news radio. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I loved that show, and I mean, good it, old Joe Rogan. Yeah, exactly. See, we circle back. Uh, I mean, it does not hold Six up. Degrees Six, de- <laughs> Six uh, degrees of separation. Six degrees of Joe Rogan. But it's it doesn't hold up. But I don't care. It's like it's it's silly. It's funny. It's odd i mean one of the episodes is radio in space for crying out loud it's dude here's the thing news radio is awesome because phil hartman was awesome yep dude he was great yes it's sad that he's gone mm-hmm. you know that that's that's kind of a shitty way to go yeah you know, but whatever what all went down with them but but i've been watching a lot of this these like older shows i started watching buffy and angel again and you know some of this and i'm like god am i just getting old and i'm hey i am but that's not why I started watching newer television, and it's just frustrating with where it's going. It's forced. It's very forced. So, it's forced, and you can tell that writers have to now write around things. Like, used to, it was daring to push the line or you know it was you know to be thought-provoking or to say you know bitch on tv in 1992 like (gasps) you know like that but now you can just see how they have to they have to placate certain people and they have to write around certain issues they're afraid that they're gonna piss off everybody right yeah no i get it and then the the shows that do kind of you know go forward with it 
um, and you know me, I'm more conservative, so this might kind of shock, but like The Last Man Standing with Tim Allen, I actually liked that first series, the the first, uh, good God, season. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. And then, man, season two just, bam, comes right out of the gate with all this stuff about, I'm like, all right, look, I, I might be more conservative, but I don't want to really listen to politics. Like, I want to watch something and, you know, Dude, I, dance monkey. I, I, I want to watch laugh. a TV show. I don't want, like, I don't want CNN. I don't want CNN. Yeah. And then, if I, mean, I want to watch CNN, I'll watch CNN. And then different things like... Uh, or, or Fox News, whatever your flavor is. Yeah. And so then the other thing, and this is my religious kind of thing, which I know I, I always laugh whenever I do a podcast because I talk about my religion. Oh, don't worry about that. And then I cuss like a sailor. Uh, but... They now Jesus, Jesus forgives. I know, but they now <laughs> are allowed on network television to say GD. Really? I thought I had a stroke. I was watching Superstore on NBC, and I liked that show, like the first couple seasons. And it, it wasn't something I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait till the next episode. But it, it held my interest. It was entertaining, especially because I, you and I both have had such a retail, you know, experience and yeah. whatnot. I'm like, well, this is actually kind of funny. Now, granted, we didn't work. Did you work at Walmart? No, I worked at Walmart. Okay. No, I worked. Uh, I worked at Target first. Yeah. Okay, so. You know, it's it's supposed to be like a Walmart kind of ripoff kind of thing where they have everything you could imagine. Um, and and they start kind of playing with politics in it because, of course, there's a, there's a Filipino who is here illegally and he doesn't want anybody to know. He's also gay. And, you know, there's the, the Hispanic girl who is there and America Freire plays her. And so they, they kind of play with politics lines and then in the end i think it's season four the season episode or series wow season finale mm-hmm. yeah that was highly political but the main thing is the the store manager is highly christian okay and they play with that too which i'm fine with because again if you can't joke about yourself or whatever then you stop taking yourself so seriously mm-hmm. so you know uh, well they did that too with 30 rock and uh jack mcbrayer uh did you ever watch 30 rock yeah, I watched Thirty Rock for a okay. Rock. Ken, Kenneth, yeah, you, Kenneth. And you'd be like, uh, "Oh, it was uh, he was the set, he was the the, the page. page, yeah." The page. <laughs> One of my favorite lines you ever said about something like that. He's like, "Oh, I always liked science. The Old Testament was my favorite." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I remember hearing that line. It was like in the first like first couple seasons. Of yeah, it, and he was like, "We're gonna party like it's 1999," which according to my Bible will be in six years. It's hysterical, but anyway, so like I can joke about that stuff, and I think it's funny. I'm watching this episode, and the main the 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 store manager gets so pissed off about something, and he says, "You're GD, right?" Blah blah blah. I had to stop the episode and rewind. I was like, "That can't be what he said." It was what he said, and I I know. Did you get offended? Here's my I I'm gonna get there. Okay. So, it's not that I'm necessarily offended. Okay. I just don't like it. Never liked it. And that has nothing to do with, because as people who might know, I I did a stint outside of Christianity for a while. And even then, I still never did that because it's very disrespectful to the people who do believe in that. Just like you yeah, don't. Yeah, Alicia gets on me on about that. Oh, I'm sure. Every once in a while, I'll drop the GD. Yeah, see, I... 
Sorry, have, like it, no, you're fine. You're fine. I, there's a friend of mine that uh, we haven't hung out for a while, but he used to say it like four or five times, and every single time he would do it, I'd punch him in the nuts, and he'd be like, "I deserve that." And I'm like, "I know." And that was just how we did how we did it. Well, I mean, that's how Jesus would have done it. Yeah, absolutely. A nut for a nut, right? Yeah. So we. That's not even close to right. <laughs> so I rewind it like two or three times, and that's what it was. And here's the reason why it made me mad. Okay. I understand not everybody's Christian, so it's not going to offend everybody. I understand that. But again, to me, it was a respect thing or whatever. There are 14 characters in that show. Why did you make the Christian say it? That's a good point. That was what torqued me. Because again, when I was saying, like, you know, they're playing with political lines, or playing with this, or playing with race, or playing. Why did they just, if they were going to open up the bottle. Why did that have to be the one? Like, they, if they wanted to say it, have some jack wagon say it. Or, you know what, why did it have to be that guy? Because they, the... Shock the, value? Well, the shock value and the general consensus uh, consensus is Christians suck right now. Oh, I know. Just saying. Joke's on them, they're no, all no, going no, to no, hell. But here's, here's, <laughs> the, no, here's the thing. Whatever you want to believe, that's that's fine. You know, I, 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 I'm I equal opportunity, you know. Right. You can believe whatever you want to believe. You're a human. And that's that's how it should be. Right. But the thing is, like, you know, whatever you believe, it, it's just like, that's the whole cancel culture that I, I was talking about earlier. It's just like, you know thoughts and opinions or you know and mind you their opinions they're like your thoughts and your opinions doesn't mean they're necessarily right but that's what you believe or think and you know people have different thoughts at different points of their their life you know uh you know i you know i i have a much different thinking uh now than i when i was like in my 20s or in my teens or Mm -hmm. stuff like that you know my my parents were you know uh they were pretty much gun-ho democrat and that's not necessarily my views Mm -hmm. like my views are a mixture of the two um but but the thing is everyone everyone feels like they need to put everyone in a box yep you know can you check a box on this person are they male? Are they female? Are they straight? Are they gay? Are they bi? Are they uh, gender fluid? Or you know, it's just like all the you know, we're 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 in the we're in the culture of boxes. Yeah, everyone's got to be in a box. Everyone just can't be something, you know. Just and if you're in that box, that completely defines you, regardless of right, anything right. Else. And that's not fair. That's not fair to anybody. Which is it's, it's not fair. It's not fair to. People that are trans, that's not fair to, you know, you can believe whatever you want to believe. And mm-hmm. that's, that's, I don't necessarily have to agree with it, and I'm not going to hate you for it. Well, it's like when uh, Ellen DeGeneres was sitting next to George W. Bush in that football game. And like, who cares? They were sitting next to each other. People lost their shit because they were just sitting there enjoying a football game. And it's like, you're a liberal lesbian. You can't like him. Are you kidding? Based on what he did and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And she's just like, he's a nice guy. And then, but then she had to retract it because too many people were like, no, you can't do that. Fuck that. I, I'm my own person. If I want to hang out with somebody, I don't care. What's, here's the thing. Like, why does life itself have to be political when it comes to something like that? And the thing is like, at some point you have to put the, the pitchforks down. Yep. You know, we're all, we're all unfortunately here. Okay. Here's the thing. (laughs) 
All right, we're getting on this soapbox, and I didn't think I was gonna. I, I didn't think it was gonna get opened up. But fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. All right. So here's my thing. We're all human. We all, unfortunately, uh, we all not unfortunately, we all hit the lottery, and here's why. We all started as a sperm. Yeah. We uh, we all you know became part of an egg. We all got born. We're all on this earth. We all have to live together. We have to play together. We have to cry. We have to have happiness. We have to put up with each other. The good, the bad, the ugly. I'm all because free. we're all on this fucking planet together. Mm-hmm. And we should all be GD <laughs> Thank you. happy in the fact that we are lucky to even fucking be here right i mean the- because there's a lot there's a lot of missed opportunities from in, in somehow in some kind of existence that we might not have been ended up being the the one that made it well that's just it i mean you're talking about hitting the lottery you, you take religion out of the out of the equation and just look take, at it just- purely scientifically how many millions of those bad boys are in that couple tablespoons and you you just so happen to be the one you are the winner boy right so and i'm with you i i understand life happens they say and you know sometimes you can get down your luck sometimes things just happen to you sometimes great things happen to you when they shouldn't and whatever i understand but you got to make the best of the situation that you're in regardless and try to i'm going to say something to piss off people pull yourself up by your bootstraps you're welcome aoc fans and uh that's something I can get into later. But, uh, but, you know, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's uh, People want to whine and bitch instead of trying to do something better. If anybody in this world had anything to whine and bitch about, I mean, there's plenty of people you could point to. Exactly. Well, then, and, and yet, here they are still doing the good things that they need to be doing. And here's the thing, and, I, and I'm one of those people where I'm going to bitch about some of the smallest things. But... You know, I at the end of the day, I, I I'm reminded of myself that no, I just got to get past it. You know, it is what it is. Are you going to have a bad day? Sure. Are things going to happen to you? Of course. Right. But it's how you react to what happens is what right. defines you as a person and helps you get through it. And and the thing is, like there there are moments where I don't feel like I can get I there's moments where I don't feel like I can get through life majority of the time, but I I do it. I do it because. I do it because I need to. I do it because I don't want to just be in this pit in despair. Right. You know, and the thing is, like, you know, they're like, oh, well, you know, you can get on medication, take care of your depression, and and uh, take care of your anxiety and stuff like that. And it's just like, maybe I don't want pills. Maybe I just want to be happy. Sure. Maybe, maybe I just want to. I want to. I want to find. I want to find my existence in life. I want to. I want to find my purpose. So here's the thing: just like anything else, I think a lot of people feel that pills, regardless of what it's for, pills are a solve. They're a fix. It's not a. No, fix. they're a band aid. Right, and that's the whole thing. Like people talk about, oh man, I've got such depression and anxiety. I gotta take a pill, and if I, okay, what's that supposed to do? Is help you get through it. If you can see me, I'm trying to, like, push a five-year-old in a swing. It's it's to push you in the right direction. It's to help take that edge off so that you can do what you need to do to right yourself. See, the thing is, like, I, I don't feel like... It's like some of the time, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll take the medication and it's just like... It'll take a little bit of the edge off, but it doesn't... It doesn't 
it didn't take away the situation. The situation right. still sucks. And that's what I mean. Like, it can take the, the edge off of what you're feeling. It can kind of kick it down from a 10 to a 7. So that way, maybe you can get your mind wrapped around what's happening, and then you can do instead of, you know, curled up in the fetal position somewhere. So... But, like you, I mean, if that's not what you want to do, okay. I mean, if it ever came to the point where you would want to, it's there. You, God knows there's, you know, enough out there that you could take but, or try. Well, yeah, and, I, and I've, tried, I've tried a decent share of it, but here's the thing. I, th- I think at the end of the day, the, like, the, biggest, the biggest things that I feel depressed about are, one, I'm in my 30s. Um, I, I have school debt. Yep. Uh, I have just general debt. Um, I'm in debt. You're an American. I'm a, well, <laughs> here's the thing. And, and, it, and a lot of people are like, well, you know, you're not being fiscally responsible. Okay. I'm going to stop you there. Yeah. When I got out of the womb, nobody told me that, uh, uh, that, you know, I would, if I wanted to go to school, I would have to be in debt to go to school. Hmm. Okay. Nobody told me that, uh, or everyone told me that I would have to go to college if I wanted a, a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone told me that getting a trade was a bad thing, that right. I should just go to school. Yep. Um, uh, let's see. Um, it, um, the end of my high school career was um, just shortly after 9 11. Oh. So. Uh, 2008 was the great uh, the Great Recession. Yep. So I can keep going with this. <laughs> you know. Yeah. We we had some of the most awful shit happen mm-hmm. in my generation and some of your generation. Mm. So, so all those people that can, that that you know expect us to be you know throw on a smile a smiley face and just be okay with just life. Fuck. Like really? <laughs> I'm not saying that you got you know. No, I'm not saying over. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying that I got held a, a, right. a bad hand. I'm just saying that if I would have had a little bit more information in the future, mm-hmm. I would have made a lot more I would have made much different decisions. Right. You know, it, I, you know what decisions I have made, I accept that for mm-hmm. what it is, but Damn. <laughs> like, why, why does... Okay, so we're getting all political and this is the perfect podcast to do it. Right. Why does school have to be so damn expensive? I can answer that. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to? Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So it depends on, you know, which school that you're talking about. I mean, you have trade schools, you have community colleges, you have private schools, you have, uh, you know, like for state profit, funded schools. Yeah, right. For profit, yeah. So... I mean, it all depends on how they're run and what they're doing and all that good stuff. Now, the reason why uh, a, a big chunk of why schooling is so expensive is because of the different things that the schools are getting. And a lot of times now, schools aren't necessarily just for teaching. Plus, they will pay people to you know teach a class, and that just gets more esteem. It's kind of like... 
I don't know, almost advertising like, you know, hey, we have professor such and such that's going to be teaching this class this semester. And, oh, geez, I got to go over there and get that. You know what I mean? It's like a big old dick swinging contest. Essentially, yeah, that's what it's starting to go to. Plus, with the American way of thought, well, if it's more expensive, it's got to be gooder, right? Yeah, it's, it's more prestigious. Yeah. So, again, uh, I did not want to go to Miami University of Ohio, the original Miami. Suck at Florida. Uh, I did not want to go there. Uh, I wanted to go to Ball State. Uh, I would have even gone to OU, to be honest with you. Um, Toledo, Dayton. There were so many other schools that I wanted to go to. My dad had read somewhere that Miami was the Ivy League of the Midwest, quote-unquote. And I had to go there. And I'm like, they don't even have the major I want. And he's like, ah, that one's close enough. Take it. I'm like, what? (laughs) So that was kind of the thought with mine. I did not want to do it. Now, I didn't necessarily want to go to a trade school either. Not that there's anything wrong with those because trade Girl I graduated with, her son has just turned 18. He's going to be getting an internship, uh, getting paid like almost as much as I am. And then by the time he's out, he's going to be making almost double what I am. Like, I mean, I, like for well, trade. Like welders. Like, we can't yeah. get, there's not, like, there's so many jobs for welders. Oh, yeah. I have a, a, Like, decades ago, you should have just told, hey, you should just get into welding. Yeah. Because it's a perfect job to get into right now. Well, and that's, so, you want to talk about price, too, was that... Everybody, you notice everyone's like, you got to go to school to get a good education. You got to uh, go to college. Such bullshit. You got to go to college, or you're not going to get a good such job. Bullshit. So they f- they force feed you this into thinking that you have to spend you know six digits to get a piece of paper, so that way people will hire you. Well, guess what happened? You flood the market with all these people who you know out here with degrees, which again, great job going to school for four years. I'm not trying yeah, to down no, it no, no, at no. all. It's, that's a lot of it's a lot of work. It is, but. Now you've got the markets flooded with all these kids who are like, okay, I just went to college. Give me a high-paying job. And it's like, how it works. don't have anything. Or, well, we got it, but we're not going to pay you what you think you're going to be making. And then they have all this school debt. Yep. So I'm not going to put it on any particular political platform. I'm just saying that politicians were doing this because they knew that they could get hands into schools. And that was what I was saying was partially why, you know, things are more expensive. Well, now all these politicians are like, oh, shit, this is what we're doing. So now they're like, hey! They're backpedaling. Yeah, let's make it free. Or, hey, if you got to school, you know, before such and such date, then we're going to pay it off for you if you vote me in office. And it's because they know they fucked up. And that's... It sucks because now people like yourself are kind of caught in the middle. It's like, well, okay, so this is my third go at school. Yeah. Um, So uh, I first tried for an associate's degree, which I actually paid off all my debt for that. Awesome. Um, And that was like 20, almost, almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Not too far off. Okay. Because it was like early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's for a degree that's like practically useless now mm. because everyone and their brother can do e-commerce on the internet. See, that's what, yeah. Okay. Because like that was the thing because the, you know, the thought was, oh, you know, you know, e-commerce on the internet, you know, it's going to be a huge thing. Wave of the future. It's going to be the wave <laughs> of the future. But then they made it so easy for yeah. Like they made it so easy right. for everyone that. Who needs someone that can do e-commerce on the internet? Like any, any Joe Schmo can build a Wix account or a, a Squarespace account. I mean, hell, you can use the Joe Rogan uh, code, uh, code JRE for your Squarespace account. Um, you can create your own e-commerce page. Yeah. Like you don't need me to right. do that. Um, and so, like, 
then I went to when I, I went to DeVry and you know fuck them people. Yeah, fuck you know? DeVry. Um, because like now I'm I'm 30k in debt, and the, and the thing is I I'm I was one year away from done. I was I was in my final or I was almost to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have much more left. Um, and so we figured out the money wise. I would have been tapped out before I hit like my last last bit of my senior year. Wow. Because they had raised the prices uh from what the tuition started mm-hmm. to where it is now. I, I I'm not gonna get into the, the, the details on the pricing. Sure. Because I'm not I'm not gonna nah. Yeah, I'm not here These to people speculate. Only, yeah. yeah, who cares? Um but no, it was more from when I had started. Yeah. Um, and so I was just like, I can't do it. So I had to transfer to WGU, knock on wood. It's been, uh, it's been pretty good so far other than it's, it's self-led and that's really like, really out of the norm for me. Yeah. Just because, um, just, just because I really don't talk to, prof- I don't talk to a professor. I don't have to do like any, like, um, like any class, you know, uh, discussions or anything mm-hmm. like that. So it's it's definitely weird. It's just kind of like you, hey, here's the work, and just go ahead and just do it whenever. Yeah. And I'm just not used to that. And actually, tomorrow I got to go take uh, my A plus uh, certification, which I'll probably fail. But um, <laughs> that's the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's the thing, like. Okay, so there there's certain aspects of it and it, and and mind you this just kind of grinds my gears. All right, so yes, I'm in IT. I get that. And, you know, so the first like I tried to take the exam 2 weeks ago. Mm. All right. So I go to the exam place and I get there and you know, I sit down and they're like, "Oh, well we can't download your exam." Okay, so what do we got to do to fix this? Oh well, we gotta call the company that handles. I'm not gonna say their name. They're after the experience I had with them. They're yeah, whatever. True. Um, but anyhow, uh, so they couldn't download the exam, and then they're just the guys like, well, you're gonna have to stay. Uh, you can stay here for a while, and then we'll figure out what's going on. I'm just like, dude, I was supposed to start like an hour ago on this test that could take up to almost two and a half hours to take. Right. And. And so you're asking me to stay another uh, stay another hour in hopes that that I can get it taken. I dude, I got to go pick up my kid in you know like three yeah. or four hours. So I don't I don't have that time just to to fart around about it. You know, either tell me it's fixed or you know I'll you know take it or I'll reschedule it. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I'm not going to troubleshoot it if you're not going to stay. I'm like, oh wow. my god, just. Just tell me what the problem is. I just want to take the. I just want to take the exam. Do you yeah. know how much it costs to take the exam? To be honest with you, two hundred. It's like two hundred and ten bucks. Yeah. Two hundred and ten bucks to take an exam. Mm-hmm. I hate taking exams. Why exactly. would I want to t- pay two hundred and ten bucks to take an exam? I get that it's a certification, but who charges two hundred and ten bucks for an exam, dude? It's like renewing your that license on your birthday. So, <laughs> Someone told me that there. Someone told me that there's certifications you, you can get that are a thousand dollars to take the exam. Oh yeah. Who, who prices this stuff? This is why we're in debt. Yep. So yes, exams are expensive. But this is why. This is why we have 
this is why we're in debt with education. Mm-hmm. Our education system is truly broken. No, I fully agree. And it's it sucks because we've been told so many different things for decades. I, I feel like we've been force-fed, like, bullshit. No, yeah, we have been. Yeah, so... Um, what sucks is my dad bought into it because he he worked for... So did my parents bought into it, too? Yeah, I mean, he, he worked for a factory for decades. And he did not want me to be in there. You know, like, he didn't want me to have that blue-collar job. He wanted something, quote-unquote, better. And he wanted to make sure that, you know, I went to school, I got a good job, and this and that. And he kept buying into it. And it's not that I necessarily wanted to work in a glass factory. But at the same time, I'm like... Well, I mean, there's all these other jobs, and no, 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 don't work, don't work outside where it's hot all the time. Don't do that. Don't. Uh, so you know, my we, dad did sheet metal, so yeah, like he okay. didn't want me to get into a trade. Yeah. Then, then here's the thing, like, okay, so I've had this con- I had this conversation, like, I don't know, a year ago with my dad, for when I was going to school, and I said, you know, s- s- school's tough. And he goes, he goes. Well, how are you doing with it? I said, Well, I'm, I, you know, I got close to a four point And he goes, Well, that's like more than you've ever done with, like all the other education you've had. And he goes, What's what the change? And I said, I'm paying for it. Yep. <laughs> and I said, That's what changed. Yep. Um, the thing is, like when I was in high school and you know whatever, and I just, yeah, it was they didn't really teach life skills nope. except for like whole or whatever, but. Um, you know, it wasn't anything that I really wanted to learn and just like, I don't care. Yeah. Like my, my attention level and caring was not with high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got to college and I started paying for it and I was learning stuff that I wanted to learn, then that's where the change was. But, mm-hmm. um, he's like, you know, you should have just gone into a trade. I'm just like, <laughs> really? I will, I will end you old man. <laughs> I'm like really? Well, you you could have been like a welder, or you could have got into like uh, the union or something like that. And I said, "You told me not to." Yeah. And he goes, "Well, when did you ever start listening to what I said?" <laughs> Apparently, right now. <laughs> All those years that you wanted me, you didn't, or you wanted me to listen to you, I listened to you. But then you're telling me that I shouldn't have listened to you. That like, oh, well, you know why? I, I was wrong. Yeah. Is hindsight, you know, Captain Obvious, you know, hindsight. But um, I'm just like, you know, you know, nowadays it's just like all these uh, all these jobs are just like, do you have a college education? Well, uh, great. You know, if you do, you, uh, you don't have a college ed- education, great. It's just yep. like, yep, used to that piece of paper meant everything. Oh my god, you couldn't even like there were some places you couldn't even apply for a job if you didn't have like nope. that piece of paper. No, nope. like they wouldn't even think about you know you go on like you go on Dice or you go on you know um, Indeed, you know, Indeed that. and stuff like that. I don't think anybody uses Monster, but no. um, you go on like Indeed or Dice. You know, Dice is uh, you know tech related jobs, right. but uh, uh, but you go on those and they're just like yeah. Majority, you know, some of them are going to be like, yeah, you got to have like, uh, you know, a four year degree and then or you got to have like 12 years of experience. And it just, you know, like in my job, um, which I'm not going to say where I work, I'm not stupid. <laughs> uh, 
but no, like in my job, yeah, I I don't have a col- I don't have a four year degree, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't have all these you know butt ton of certifications or anything like that. But you know, I had you know I had entry level experience in you know in uh, information technology, and that was enough for me to get into the position I'm in now. It's more about experience than the exactly. paper almost anymore. Yeah, but so. that, that's that's where the, that's where the 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 cultures change is because it's not it's not all about just the it's not all about the education it's about the experience now yep. now it was be- before it was like oh you need the you need the experience and the education and you're like oh well that's a catch-22 yeah because i can't get the job if i it, with the education if i because i don't have the experience and now now they're starting to wise up to the fact that oh well you've had all this experience but you don't have the education great mm-hmm. we can work with that Yep. All right, I think we're going to take a quick break and let Matt get through his existential crisis real quick. I'm going to put on a blue light, put on some peach incense and some PM Dawn. Nice. <laughs> See if we can get him comes out a little bit. Uh, but anyway, no, I think this has been good. I just want to maybe regroup for a minute. So uh, hang on tight. We'll be right back. Alright, so we're back. I uh, I tried to soothe him a little bit. I even gave him tummy rubs and it's just not working. He's still all keyed up and so I guess we're just gonna continue <laughs> where we're at. I just needed some coffee. Something That's, to drink. I needed a coke. Yeah, and uh, and I gave you a beverage too. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, so as I was talking to Matt about here off mic and we'll get back into it then to kind of bring you up to speed. Uh, I got a friend that I've been trying to get on here. And uh, we, he's always very busy. So unfortunately, I, I really want to get him on here because he ha- he has different viewpoints than I do, and I kind of want to showcase that you know I can talk to people that don't have the same opinion as me, and right. we can still get along just fine. But I was talking about uh, I got Anchor.fm. That's how a lot of my uh, the podcast get feed fed out through that. Really? Yeah. So I just upload it to them, and it just goes everywhere. But they have a phone app, and you can actually record straight on your phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I've heard of, I've, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, and just upload straight from there, which it would really frustrate me to do that, considering all the dollars that I've put in all this equipment. <laughs> it's like, oh, so what's the point? Yeah. Like, anyone, any Joe Schmo can right? pull out a cell phone and record a podcast. Bunch of jags, but, I mean, it would be cool to have those, you know, little quick conversations and uploads. I might try that with them one of these days, but... Most of the time when we talk, it's outside. Right now, it's a bit chilly where we are. So. Yeah, a little bit. And so, uh, and yeah. raining. We're not in Antarctica. We're at 65 and balmy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, people, climate change is real. So that was the other part. This is where I was trying to calm him down. It didn't work. Uh, we were talking about climate change and how he posted something about uh, uh, Antarctica being 65 degrees. It's facts. I'm it's, sorry. It's facts. It, but... Uh, instantly turned into a whole political thing which made me laugh because uh, I saw it as, as I oh, saw I, you posted I, on your Facebook. I cringed a little bit. And I can imagine. I mean, you put something innocuous on there and then all of a sudden rawr, rawr, rawr. but no we were talking about and me being conservative, a lot of people would probably expect me to have different opinion than what I'm about to state but we both are in agreement that climate change is real. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a thing. You can't 
deny that these things are happening. You, you see them all the time, granted they get glamorized because, you know, media likes to do that. It's not that it doesn't exist, it does exist, right? Really, the, the, the discussion should be to what extent, like how impactful it is. It, are we all going to be, you know, living in Waterworld with Kevin Costner in 12 years? Yeah, I mean, there's... No, there's but... A diff- yeah, there's many different possibilities. Of course. And and I understand that America being one of the last, if not the last, superpower in the world, you know, we do carry a lot of clout, and we, we do have a lot of eyes. I mean, the world watches us. My friend in Libya is constantly telling me about things that he sees in the news over there about us. I'm like, that's insane to me. Like, we don't hear Australian news or Libyan news or, you know what I mean, it's unless like it's we're, war. <laughs> it's, it's like... Um, it's like we're the Hollywood of the world. Mm-hmm. If you think, if you think along the lines of that, you know, Hollywood is Hollywood to us. Yeah. But then we're Holly- uh, The United States is Hollywood to the world. No, that makes sense. But because uh, we have all the crazy stuff, <sighs> all the cool stuff in spades. Canada, can you just take some of this and add on to Justin Trudeau? That's all I'm asking. Just a little bit. That's all I'm asking. Dude, don't 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 get him into this. He's already <laughs> in some tr- he's already he's got his own problems. I mean, oh I know the whole blackface thing. You know, what? There's something wrong with that? No, I, I mean, uh, uh, here's the thing. That's that that's not a, that's not a can of worms that I want to open. No, but, no, absolutely. Um, but no, it's no uh, climate change is climate change is real, and no matter what side of the aisle you look at. You know, whether you want to say it's it's just the Earth cycles, mm-hmm. and I get the Earth cycles. You know, there's different things that, you know, the Earth, do, uh, Earth does that we don't necessarily 100% understand. Naturally, whether we were here or not. Right. And that's why we have a farmer, farmer's almanac. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that, that, that thing is usually pretty... Pretty, pretty freaking accurate. It's pretty accurate. Um, but no, um, you know, that's... That's the thing that bothers me. Is you know you do make a good point. The severity, the severity of it is the the key. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but when you 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 can make all the as far as like if you live in the United States and you know you're a hundred percent you know go green and or you're you know uh, you're you, you don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but the thing is, regardless, it's still it's all of our problems. And so, yes, if we make the changes, but the problem is getting the rest of the world on the same same page. Well, that's what I was getting at. I mean, if, you know, we are one of the last, like I said, big, big power countries, whatever. Uh, we can only do so much, A, you know, like you said, the world needs to take notice and, and move on. But then, B, when you talk about different things like plastics in the ocean and, like, you know, all these emissions and everything, when you look at all these other countries, especially, like, China, who just, I mean, became industrialized overnight, it seems like, I mean, they're clearly doing a lot of things wrong. Uh, And a lot of, you know, their waste is horrible. I just read, I think it was, I think it was actually Japan, not China, but read something about how they're just dumping all this nuclear waste in the ocean. This was just a couple days ago. I'd have to find the article again. But there's like, yeah, I'll just throw it out there. Like, what are you doing? Like, clearly you know this is incorrect. I mean, you have to know. Come on. And it's like, ah, it'll just go in there. It'll be someone else's problem. Bitch, it's going to be everybody's problem. Right. No, that's... That's 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 the, the, the thinking that I have a problem with. Yes. It's just like... It's not... 
it's not someone else's problem. It's everyone's problem. Right. You know, it's 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 not like each of us have different planets we can just go to. Exactly. You know, uh, you know we're we're all on the same planet. You know, we we can't go just travel to the moon and then you know everything's hunky dory, or we can travel to Mars and everything's just hunky dory. We're all on Earth, you know, and and the thing is when you start dumping garbage into the oceans and mm-hmm. you know, people swim in that and and you know that's the whole you know you know the earth has cycles you know that's the it's not climate change but cycles but yeah okay so we have cycles but that's sure that's just going to eventually flow our direction exactly and um, we're not helping these cycles is right. what we were talking about and the thing is how okay, how much harder is it just to you know not dump in the ocean just don't do it the, it, it not from uh, not just from uh, you know, being green standpoint. Just is it morally right? No, no, don't do it. Right. Now is it is it nice to kick an old person in the street? No, no don't do just it. Just don't do it. You know, uh, it, I don't know. And, and the thing is, everyone wants to make it a, a big political thing, and it doesn't have to be necessarily political. So the political part of it that angers me is uh, you have. You have these people who are preaching climate change and preaching how this needs to be done, that needs to be done. You, the American people, need to do this. You need to do that. And yet they take private jets to these things. They have these, you know, big cars and everything taking them around. And there was one where Elizabeth Warren just recently took a private jet on a tour when she was talking about climate change and not using these things. And you see her hide behind one of her people because someone's there filming with the with a cell phone. It's like we already saw you. Don't you can't hide. It's you're already there. And that's what I get upset about is the hypocrisy. I know there's hypocrisy on both sides. Don't write email. Actually, write email because I haven't gotten a single one yet. But you know what I'm getting at. Like it, it frustrates me when you have people telling you don't do this, don't do that, and then they do it themselves. But how about them politics? It's Billy Eilish won some Grammys. No, but speaking of Billy Eilish, I, I, did you see the thing where the guy is uh, sitting next to Billy Eilish? I don't think so. So he was a seat filler. Yeah. And he's he doesn't realize who Billy Eilish oh, is. Yeah, and it was he thought they were saying Billy Irish or something, and he <laughs> thought Billy, it was a Billy guy. Billy Eilish. Eilish, yeah, Billy that was Eilish, it. and he thought it was like she was an Irish comedian. Yeah, or that was it. Yeah, I did see that. I just saw it real quick though, because I can't stand her or her music. Anyway. I don't think I don't think I've listened to any of her music. So here's the thing: a lot of people bitch about it, and they're just like, "Oh, it's worthless." It's just some sixteen, seventeen year old girl should know about a lot of it. And I'm like, "Yeah, but you know, sometimes when you're in your late teens like that, it that's when things hit you. You know, regard everybody's got a different life and whatever, as we've discussed, and." uh People gonna well. Here's the thing: people mature at different points. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Different points, like the she experience. could probably, yeah, she could have probably had a rough experience, and then she had a really like right get uh, pull up her bootstraps, pull her up by her bootstraps. But uh, she, and so I'm just like, okay, well, I I love music, and I I am an audiophile, and I'm a snob, as a lot of people would say when it comes to music. And I'm like, so I really shouldn't judge this without actually listening to it. You know, I mean. I at first I thought Avril Lavigne was stupid, and I mean, but her stuff kind of caught on to me. I I'll admit it, you know, it's kind of poppy. It's Skater cute, boy. Skater Boy. I mean, how could you go wrong with that, yeah. right? Now, Hello Kitty, dude, whew, that's horrible. Have you seen that? No. Oh, 
don't. Don't do it unless you want to jump off a building. So anyway, so this Billie Eilish, I'm like, okay, well, they played on the local radio station quite a bit recently. When it pops on, I'm just going to listen to it. And I listen to it and I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I probably could have ever listened to. And I'm like, All right, give it another chance. Maybe you were just being, I listened to this song three times and I don't even remember what it's called. Bad guy, bad man, something. It's. I can't do it. I just, I don't understand the fascination with her. It's, you literally have never heard anything by her? Nope. So it is a low bass beat, like a, and then you have like a, a, a little, almost like an organ kind of sound, like a in the background. It's all low. And then she comes on like this. It's just little voices. She just talks and then, that's it that is the entire freaking song it i don't understand it and i'm like okay so maybe it's just the one song okay maybe maybe it's just the one song so i listen to another same damn thing i'm like the, the whole album can't be like the whole album is like this and then i found out that she wrote the entire album as from from the perspective of a monster living underneath a little girl's bed, I'm out. I nope. I'd, <laughs> I can't do it. I don't know how to respond to that. that yeah, and and the problem is you don't because you don't give in to the mans of terrorists. That's what you do. You just ignore it. Let her take her little right, Grammys right, 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 right. and go. Okay, so this is what I'm going to say. Oh, this is go. me not knowing anything about the music. I'm going to go ahead and say this. Okay. I, I'm willing to bet, okay, this has probably been the response. Okay? okay. And I can almost guess this is what it's been. Her music has been the definitive music of our generation. Uh, I certainly hope not. Hang tight. I don't think it's definitive of the generation, but I can tell you that there's a lot of people in that generation that's like, oh my God, she just speaks to me. I'm like, shut up. And here's the, the best part of it all, though. Yeah, Sandstorm spoke to me, too, when it came out. Yeah, I love that song. But anyway, so the saving grace of it all is that she won Best New Artist. And anybody who knows Grammys, whoever wins Best New Artist, is done for soon. It's like a curse. So It's like the Madden cover. It's like the Madden yeah, cover. But, but here's the thing. That, that, that curse got broken a while back. So. Yeah, that's true. But, no, I mean, even, even people like, well, Millie Vanilli. I mean, that's hilarious, first of all. Uh, John Mayer, Best New Artist. It's a good point. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like all these all these different bands that have gotten best new artists, you're like, "Well, they're stupid." Or, you Dude, know, I it's all been, uh, here's the thing. If I was in Billy uh Billy Eilish's uh situation, I'd be like, "Damn, I got best new artist. Fuck, my career is screwed." Yeah, that's it. That's literally like already washed yet. up at 17. Yeah, this. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be watching you know Billie Eilish behind the music <laughs> on VH1 next month. Yeah. <laughs> it's like at 16 she won how many Grammys she won? She I think she won four. She, and four she's, or five? She's 17. I think I I remember seeing four. She might have won. She probably ran out of arm space. Yeah, <laughs> she could have won five. Maybe that was it. But it's it's one of these things. Like I mean, she just. Uh, 
it's all an act. I mean, everybody's gonna say different things, but she always just, like, all dopey and depressed, and she's always wearing, like, I don't know, baggy shit, which, you know, if it was 1994, sure, no, but... No, that's, that's fine. I mean, it's, it's the music of the time, but... And... I don't know. Here's it. I I think my my takeaway from it is like that's the whole you know when our parent we were growing up our parents were like all oh, this music awful how do you listen right. to this crap and then we're saying the same thing to the pre the next the previous or the next generation you know we're listening to this and this, oh my god this is awful and you know they're like oh this is like this you know like you said it speaks to me yeah. Well, and no, I mean, Nirvana spoke to me. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, absolutely. I, the I mean, that's just it. Those are your. They call them the formative years for a reason. I mean, it's not just you know that your hormones are getting crazy or whatever. I mean, everything speaks to you in a in a deeper level because you're starting to understand these feelings. You're you're understanding art. You're understanding the world around you. So the things that hit you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then you, it's like, and then every generation, like you said, is all, well, it's not the stuff I listened to when I was a kid. This is all garbage. And yet you have these people listening like, yay. Like, I'll be honest. At first, there was a lot of music from the middle, early to middle 2000s that I was like, I don't understand. Like when uh, Painting of the Disco came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm just like, all right. There's some guy trying to be too much but then i actually started listening to it's it. actually pretty good yeah it's really good i mean yeah, i like uh wow well, i like uh what's the what was there one hits the, the one hit song that i had and they did like miss jackson like they had a few different songs that i like that group or you mean panic panic, panic the disc i don't remember miss jackson by uh it's one of the later albums okay it's one of the songs off their later albums the only one i know miss jackson was outcast well uh no they did a, they did a Miss Jackson song, <laughs> okay. um, but no um no I didn't know what you're talking about with Panic or the Disco um speaking of like music from that time uh I listened to Hawthorne Heights in a while yeah I remember the name of that Ohio's I, for Lovers yeah yeah that I've, was a good song I like that one. I've heard a couple of those and uh, you know I I try not to prejudge i mean we're all you know i'm human that's what i'm gonna do but yeah, I'm not even trying if to bash anyone's music that's fine no no i mean you're just it's just not my thing they're just wrong no they I, you know so i try and there are some things where i'll listen to like panic and i'm like you know what i was wrong you know and i'll admit it i'm like this is actually really good stuff it's you know it's put together well and then you you find out that Brandon Yuri is pretty much doing everything all on his own and that's even more impressive like like this generation's trent reznor and, uh, you know, it's cool. So that's why when I, you know, heard all about this Billy Eilish, Billy Eilish, blah, blah, blah. all right, I'll check it out. And I, man, I tried. I just tried. I, nope. I don't understand it. Here's the thing. Like, it, I haven't, I haven't listened to it, so I can't really, I can't judge. But my question is, like, it has bass sounds, but how much, like, how much like is really put into lyrics? That's what I I can't is, hear. Is there much lyrics? <laughs> I mean, is she just like is <laughs> is, it, is it? Here's the thing: is the appeal like ASMR? I think that's probably, probably what it it's is. Probably it's probably like oh, this is very soothing. I'm just gonna because I'm not joking. Really close like this, you know? 
Yeah, I'm not joking. So, like, this song that I'm talking about, and I know everyone's going to listen to this. It's friggin' millennials, and they're going to be like, I can't believe you don't know the name of this song. But it, whatever it is, like, seriously, that's that's pretty much musically all there is going on to it. And it is soft. So it's not like a like a thumping bass like you had, you know, with R and B like No, it's seriously no, like it's, a it's it's basically like the gains turned up way high and then Yeah, I mean it's just a mellow and then even like I said, like the organ it's just like the soothing like a it's it's but then but then she sings like this and blah 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 and then you get to the chorus and you hear Duh I'm not joking. That is the actual She says duh Duh She mumbles and then says duh and I'm this like, is this is the song that defined a generation. Yes, yes. I, I need to I need to find the name of the song just so you can listen to it on the way home because it's hilarious. Uh, but anyway, dude, I'm gonna be like pulling like an old man Simpson, like yelling at clouds on the cover of the. It is newspaper. bad guy, hey. bad guy. That's the name of it. Okay, I was right, bad guy. But yeah, just. If you can, I I challenge you to make it through the song because then the end of it is that the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's the challenge, and that you don't drive off a cliff somewhere. Uh, the end of the song, like the last forty five seconds, it completely changes. And I thought it was going to be like building to something, you know, like how you know, some songs do that, you know, like you'll hear a little breakdown or something, and then it like changes to a slow, and then it kind of picks up and blah, blah. It's, just just stops. Just stops, and I'm, I'm letting, it's probably not like November rain or something like that from January. That is a perfect thank you. I've been trying to think. I'm like, it, there's a there's a perfect song. Yeah, and November God bless rain you, Matthew Bradley. Bradley. You found roses. it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, the one that popped in my mind was sweater weather, but that's November rain clearly blows that out of the water. Yeah, because it starts out the it's got the really nice melody to it, and then yeah. it gets into the really deep like guitar and right. stuff like that. Yeah, and then that was get, back when GNR was good. Yeah. R-A-P-G-N-R. Anyway. So, yeah. There you go. There's your Grammy talk for the uh, for the, for the the podcast. And so, all these award shows are bullshit. Uh, well, okay, so speaking of the award shows and how they're bullshit, uh, Ricky Gervais, what do you think of him? Can we end on Ricky Gervais? Yes, yeah, so we can end oh, on Ricky. Thank God. I have a lot of opinions on this, so if you want to go first, go, go right ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, cool. So... Ricky Gervais decided to say fuck it and got up in front of everybody for whatever, what was it, the Academy Award, whatever uh, it was. I don't even know. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I think it was the, I, <coughs> I think it was the Academy They're all the same bullshit. Yeah. It's just Hollywood sucking each other's dicks. That's all it is. So he gets up on stage. He pulls no punches. He's pretty much bashing the quote-unquote Hollywood elite all night and just calling it how he sees it, which I think is fantastic. The best part was when he tells you to, you know, don't use your time to be political. Don't don't <laughs> use your time up here to blah, blah, blah. Just get up here, thank your God, thank your agent, and get the fuck off. I'm like, oh my God. He was saying what we were thinking. For years. And and that's it. I'm like, this is... It's like a volcano, but it's like a volcano fucking uh, 
exploding. It's fantastic. Yes, it was perfect. And what was great was you saw like, just the biggest mix of emotions out in the sea of people because some were <laughs> laughing because they thought he was joking. Some were he in, wasn't joking. Some That's were funny. in awe because they were like, how dare you talk to me like that? Others were like, wait, what did he just say? Like, it was Tom oh, Hanks, wait, man. Tom Hanks! He's like... <laughs> He's got this. He got this like someone farted in the room look on his face. He has the look on the face uh, of a father of a three-year-old who just told the minister to fuck off, and he's trying not to laugh because he knows that he'll tell the kid that it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. But then what's funny is the crazy-ass fallout that came from it, right? So Ricky Gervais is. I haven't heard about the fallout. Well. So maybe fallout's the wrong word they'd be using. Uh, the, the conversations, the what the hell? Are they, the dialogue that was started with all of this. Ricky Gervais is an insane atheist. Like he, religion's stupid. How could you possibly believe in God? There That's is fine. no God. Blah blah blah. Right. But when it, he he will fight you tooth and nail about religion. Can't stand it. He's got to be one of the most liberal people that's out there. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he did that, the conservatives put him up on this giant pedestal. Yes! You said exactly what we've been trying to say forever, blah, 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 blah. And Ricky's like, fuck you, I didn't do it for you. I did it because these people were idiots, you know what I mean? Like that's, that, and, and all these conservatives he got... Was just calling, he was just calling what it was. Calling a spade a spade! He's not... Right, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not the conservative hero. Exactly. He just called. He just saw something that was right. wrong and broken, <laughs> and just said, "Hey, you guys are idiots for not realizing that yes. this is wrong and broken." So then you have the liberals who were like, "Hey, thought you were one of us. You can't be making fun of. You can't say this stuff to us. You need to apologize. You can't say that." No. And Ricky's like. You've got to be kidding me, right? Like, you're liberals who are always complaining about how you should be free speech and do what you want to do, and you should be able to do this without context and without blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and you're telling me to silence myself? If I'm supposed to be one of you? like. <laughs> and then the conservatives are like, we want you to be our hero. Yeah. And he's like, no. And so then he gets on Twitter, and he has like 30,000 additional new followers in like days. You know, because all these people are just like, holy shit. Yeah, you know, doing the 90s slow clap thing, right? And so, again, a lot of these people were conservative people. They were saying things and they were looking through his Twitter feeds and they're like, well, wait a minute. You were saying this stuff to the liberal elite, but here you are, you know, saying this and that that usually goes along with the liberal elite. And then you had the liberals on his thing being like, why are you letting these people follow you? They're clearly not part of the deal. You know, why would you let... And so he got out on Twitter and was just like, listen, I don't give a shit. Who follows me? You want to follow me? Follow me. And if you like what I have to say, sweet. If you don't, you'll get yourself move, out. Move along. Yeah, you know, like... And what's it's hilarious because of all the people that could have had this kind of interaction with America had to be Ricky Gervais. And I'm fine with that. I don't think he's a god. I don't I'm not sitting over here like yes. But I just mean like if anybody could have handled that situation that well, it was Ricky Gervais. I think he did here's the thing. I look at it and I'm like he handled it extremely well. He, yeah. He did ex- or he said exactly what we were all thinking but didn't have the sack to say it. Yep. 
or or the in, in this case the platform to say it. Like well, most of us have probably have been saying it. Yes. We just don't have the platform to say it. Right. Or and you know and get away with it. But the thing is, he's so he's done so much in his career already. Yeah. He could he could stop working for the rest of his life and he's okay. He's fine. Like he hell he. He was what a producer on the office. Like no, he helped create the he office. He helped create the American office, yeah. Yeah, so he's set. He's good. Mm-hmm. Like there's they were still giving him the gigs for these award shows. Like yep. how stupid do you have to be? He didn't want to do it, but he's doing it it's just because it's a paycheck. Yeah. And like he just got to a point where he's like, Fucking I hate this job. Yep. He goes I don't care if we burn the whole thing to the ground. <laughs> he goes, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out smiling, and I'm going to go out swinging. So that's yep. what he did. And he, and I'm willing to bet they won't. He won't get an invite on the award show next time. Oh, so he did know. the right thing. Like he literally was pulling. He was pulling um, like the office space thing where I'm gonna throw the fish on the TPS report. Yep. So well, I'm talking about award show hosts like Kevin Hart when you know, dude. And I felt I felt bad for him on yep. that. He got he got a bum rap. Yeah, he did because I mean he was he was being punished for something that he did what a decade before. I mean it it was years that's, previous. That's that's the problem. Yeah, that is the problem. Everyone is getting uh, everyone's getting punished. Yep, for stuff they did decades ago. Yep. All right, and here, and here's my thought. Like, I get the whole Me Too thing. I don't. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I, I I get the I get the reason I get the reason for calling out, you know, uh, like awful people. Okay. I, I I get I get the the reason for the transformation of Hollywood, to a certain extent. Okay. You know there there's. There's no reason why you shouldn't call out the people for doing awful, awful things. Anybody who does something bad, call them out. Sure, okay. Yeah, call them out. Call if if it's a spade, it's a spade. Right. But if you didn't do awful things, that you that's not the same thing. Like if you said something bad, that doesn't necessarily mean you're an awful person. You just said something stupid. Well, here's the thing. He's a comedian anyway. Comedians are supposed to push right. the envelope. Right. Comedians are supposed to bring to light certain things and then make fun of it. And it's it was, again, 10 years ago, he was a different person, and the world was in a different place. Mm-hmm. And I believe he even said, if he didn't, I apologize, but I believe he even said, I would hope that, you know, I would be a completely different person from 10 years ago. You know, like, of course, we should all be growing and changing and developing and, you know what I mean? So to hold him to that standard of 10 years ago because he said one comment on his own personal Twitter and all of a sudden that's making him, that's bull. I don't like it and I don't understand why. I mean, they they want you to have quote-unquote freedom of speech, but really what it is is we want you to join our speech and, you know, we're okay with this and that and the other instead of letting you actually speak the way you want to speak and right. say what you want to say. Well, no, the, I mean, no, you're right in that fact. Because, I mean, what, decades ago there was, you know, there was a bunch of misogyny and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it was commonplace. You could say gay, fag, you know, retards. All, sure. All that kind of stuff. Right. It's awful. It and is. I 100% agree with that. And I'm saying that now because the, I just said it and I'm going to get... <laughs> probably some hate for it because why would you say awful things like that but that was the thing like decades ago like 
people just kind of shrugged it off and no, it's not the right thing. That doesn't mean I had like me personally, I had it in my conversation that I said that all the time, you know, the cultural norms like change, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and over time, you know, stuff becomes more acceptable or less acceptable and, it just it just changes with the time. I mean, who's to say in ten years we'll you know we'll have a completely different mindset than what we did you know ten well, years before that? Yeah, you know that's just kind of how just kind of how we are. I mean, I mean look at look at in the nineties. You know, uh, we didn't we we were all like in awe of the fact that uh, we had a president that was you know getting blowjobs in the Oval Office uh-huh. and, 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 that, and, that, and that touched the hot button with everybody, mm. you know, and then, and then, you know, fast forward like years later and then, you know, we have the whole, uh, we have the Me Too thing and then others, and then we think of the whole uh, Epstein, uh, Epstein stuff. Yep. And it's just like, all this stuff is coming out and people are like, I can't believe this stuff is going on. It's been going on for decades. For, yep. It's just, it's just none of us ever noticed it that, these we just accepted it that you know there are awful things in the world and as long as it doesn't affect us that it's not necessarily a problem but then once we started to you know all the stuff kind of started to bubble the surface and then we're starting to become more woke and the fact that you know we said awful things we did awful things and these awful things do exist and we're starting to find them after mm-hmm. years and years of them going on we get shit like this yeah um, I don't know. I, I, I think, I, I think people, I, I think people should be able to say what they want to say and feel how they want to feel. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's, that's free will. That's being human. That's one thing that we can probably end on this, which would just be, you know, here's the deal. We have free freedom of speech in America. Like you said, we have free will. We can really do whatever we want. But you're going to have to pay the consequences for those actions. Right. And a big problem with that is that previously a lot of people didn't have to pay the consequences because there weren't such things such as social media or, you know, where things were out all the time, you know, you're putting your own personal life out there or, you know, like we didn't glamorize Hollywood the way that we do now. Like we idolize these people. So used to, you could just talk around and be like, you know, oh man, I hate that retard. And if there was a group of people around you that didn't like it, they would walk away and, or they would, you know, come up and be like, stop saying it. And then you would shut up. Right. Now you put it out on something and, Everybody sees it. Everybody, you know what I mean? And now you got to pay that consequence. And people aren't used to paying consequences for that kind of action, I think. Right. And I, I think I think the biggest thing that people don't realize is that social media has created a platform for people, you know. Uh, and it's still in its infant stage. We're, it's like we're, we're, all, we're all figuring out how to walk. And mm-hmm. it's this new con. It's this new idea and new feeling. Um, and I mean, what social media has been? What ten? A little over ten years? Uh, 
Yeah, it's been over 10 years because I had a MySpace. Early 2000s? Yeah. I, I, yeah. So it's not, it's not quite 20 years. Yet. No. So we're still kind of, still kind of new. Oh, yeah. And we're still trying to figure it out. And the unfortunate thing is nobody, everyone's not, everyone feels like they're anonymous because there's a, there's a gap between us and the next person. So they feel like they can say whatever they want to say. They can air out whatever they want to air out. And so, you know, and then people bring people bring up awful, awful things, or they they, they use social media not necessarily what it was intended for. No, of course, and it's like um, anything else. Anytime technology or something new comes out, it evolves into you know however it's going to be used. And unfortunately, people have used it as a platform to say what they want, and now they feel entitled and what they say is right, which is why you can't have conversations like we have anymore. Right. Well, and the sad part about it is, do you ever hear about the the statistics of Twitter? I don't know. Okay, so eighty percent there. If you figure eighty percent. Of the people on there are mostly just lurking. Mm-hmm. You know, they're looking at stuff. Ten percent, roughly about ten per, uh, ten to twelve percent of the entire uh, user base of Twitter is the active part of Twitter. Hmm. So, figure twelve percent, or ten. Let's say let's say ten percent of, or twelve percent of the the hundred percent that's out there mm-hmm. is active on Twitter. The people that are talking on Twitter are that twelve percent. So you have a small majority, and if you get all the, if you get the hive mentality that they're thinking, everything is awful. People say awful things. I'm offended, and they all get on the same mindset. Right. They all have this weird platform. And the rest of eighty percent doesn't care. Right. But you're only looking, and we. Like in the media and in us and like when we look in like Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that, all these awful things that we're seeing is only that twelve percent. Yep. Just imagine if we got the rest of the, like uh, the the other, you know, eighty some percent to actually say how they felt and went against the twelve percent. Social media would be completely different. Hello and welcome to the rest of us podcast. <laughs> It would be so much different if the rest of the eighty yeah. percent would actually say something. I fully agree. Or eighty-eight percent would say something. And that's why this little platform of mine is what—that's why I started. We just got to compete with seven hundred thousand podcasts, though. That's easy. I can take care of that. Not really. All right, well, I got to wrap this up. Um, so. Thank you very much, Matt, for being on my podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me part of your podcast. I appreciate that. Anytime. Um, do you want to do any closing stuff for your end? Uh, house cleaning items. Uh, yeah, you can check us, uh, check me out or check us out on uh, Twitter at FSE Podcast. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook at Flashbacks. You can engage the podcast. You can check us out on Instagram at FSE Podcast. You can check us out on. Uh, Basically every you know every form of podcast source, iTunes, the whole gamut. Um, and last but not least, you can send us hate mail or any kind of mail, or especially dick pics for for Alicia. Alicia, yeah. Uh, at fscpodcast at gmail.com. 
That's all that I have. Alright, so since mine is fairly new, you know, I don't have all the cool stuff that he does. But you can check us out on therestofuspodcast.com. Uh, website is up and running. I have. I need, I need to get mine up and running because someone was running that. Yeah, well, he's a selfish son of a bitch that started his own podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I have I have FEC uh, FEC podcast, but yeah, Jason was helping me run that, but he's no longer run that. Well, I'm sorry. I got busy and then I started this. Thing. So anyway, okay. I didn't interrupt your shit. Sorry. Let me start over. So go ahead and visit us. <laughs> The rest of us podcast.com on there. You can uh, check out all the different links that we have for uh, the different formats you can listen to. We are actually on Spotify and iTunes. You have no idea how excited that makes me, but we're also on uh, plenty of different other ones. Anchor.fm. Uh, thank you so much for posting everything that we do. Not that you're ever going to listen to this, but you know what? I'm happy about it. Um, on there as well, there's a link to my Patreon as well, just in case you want to check it out. Um, and, uh, my email, Facebook, Twitter is all T-R-O-U-Podcast at gmail.com, on Twitter, on the Facebooks, all of that. T-R-O-U, just in case you didn't know, is the rest of us. So T-R-O-U Podcast, go check that out. Um, if you want to go to the website, it's actually spelled out the rest of us podcast.com. Anything else before we take off? No, that's all that I got. All right, so that over there is Matthew Bradley. Thank you one more time. And my name is Jason Hines. We are out. <laughs>